Book Club members. I'm Kate. And I'm Emma. And this week, we have some very, very spoopy stories for you guys. Spooptacular, one might say. Real life spoopy stories from our club members. <laughs> All of these have been submitted by you guys, by the members of a club, and I've been collecting them, and Emma doesn't know anything about them. Nope. I was strictly told not to read the emails, and I'm a rule follower sometimes. She is a rule follower. So. <laughs> that's, one, that's one thing. And in this case, I was. So I'm going to read them live on the air, and I have one, two, three, four ghost stories today. I did get some that didn't make um, today's episode. I am, st- I do still love all your stories. I am still keeping them and hoping that we can do another ghost story episode sometime soon. Yes, this will be a series. If yours has not been read, fear not. It will be read. Similarly, if you have a ghost story that you'd like to share with the club, please send that our way. Our email address is nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com or you can hit us up on our various social media accounts. Similar, similarly, uh, <laughs> if you happen to have, <laughs> if you happen to have um, a ghost story that maybe is your brother's, uncle's, cousin's, mom's. We'll take those too. So really anything adjacent to you that spooked you, we want to know. And remember that uh, we don't know you personally, so you could lie. <laughs> no creepy pasta though. <laughs> Only yeah, authentic. Like, this, <laughs> yeah, my uncle. This probably Slender happened Man. to someone. <laughs> this happened to someone sometime probably. <laughs> yeah, my aunt Jack the Killer this one time. Emma, do you read creepy pastas? Um, okay, I'm gonna let you answer that question. No, you don't read. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm too busy listening to true crime, um, and that's scary enough. So I don't, I don't need other fake scary to add to my real life scares. Well, that's what I. I so I don't like the real life scary. I like what is obviously teenagers making up horror stories and posting them online for me to read. That's good content right there. You know what? Those are creative spirits and they should be applauded. The more ridiculous, the better. As soon as I heard about the Slender Man mansion, I was like, yes, tell me everyone who lives there. <laughs> I need everyone's backstory. We should honestly do an episode of like the best slash worst creepypastas. Oh, hells yes. Jack the Killer, I think, is way up there. I think that's his name. The one with the bleached face. Don't tell me because I want to hear in a future episode. And I can't wait for us to find like the worst ones for each other and share them. So this I'll, is, I'll give you just a I'm tiny ready. tease from a, there was a book that was written about um, Jack the Killer. And the reason that his face is so pale is because he spilled bleach on it. <laughs> I don't think that's the effect that it has on your face. face. <laughs> Oh, man, I love me some good creepy pasta. Yes, we're going to have to read some of those soon. It also just sounds like off-brand Jack the Ripper. So something about it is so underwhelming that it's like Jack the Killer. Like, it just, like, <laughs> does not work. Oh, well, also, he's, like, kind of, he, he's, like, one of the sexy ones. I bet he is. He's, like, one of the ones that, like, the girl, the 12-year-olds at Hot Topic would be, like, into. Mm, that guy looks like he bleached his face. <laughs> <laughs> My type. <laughs> but no, today's all real stories um, from our club members. So without further ado, let's start with Little Lost. Um, Little Lost is one of our patrons, and uh, she has a really creepy story that I'd love to oh, start gosh. with. Our first story is from club patron Little Lost. She has a very creepy story about someone that she met when she was a little girl. <laughs> nice and vague, Kate. It's creepy. See, you clearly haven't read a creepy pasta because that was a really good intro. 
<laughs> okay, I'm ready. She starts, when I was 10, my parents moved me and my sisters to a farmhouse that was built in the late 1960s. <laughs> I'm, I'm already out. Like, we're, that's not, this is not going to go well. 1960s isn't that old, but it is old enough that someone could have died there. <laughs> also, a farmhouse is going to age noticeably, and I'm just, it makes me uncomfortable. You mean I'm already painting a picture for myself. Ghostistably? Ghostistably? You no, know, that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. <laughs> Actually, no, okay? <laughs> oh, damn it. My parents, she continues, my parents and younger sister stayed on the main floor and my other sister and I each took a room in the basement. From each of those two bedrooms, we could look out and see the basement living room and the foot of the stairs was just out of view. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like that. At night, I made a habit of falling asleep with my bedroom door open. <laughs> Yeah, you're strike two. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not very far into the story, and I'm, I'm already tallying it up. I'm not supposed to do that. It's like, I feel if you leave the door open, you're inviting something to be standing there when you look at it. I literally close and lock my door every single night. You just for good it? measure. Just yes, to be absolutely. safe. Yeah, well, let's see how you feel at the end of the story. No, no. At night, I made a habit of falling asleep with my bedroom door open, and we kept the light on at the bottom of the stairs, so my room would be dark, but I could see into the living room pretty clearly. You know, in Hill House, whenever they would turn on the light to invite people to come home? Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> okay. Inviting people into your basement. She continues, we hadn't been living in the house for very long, but I started getting really scared at night and having a hard time falling asleep. Then, one night... I was staring like usual, and a what? girl. <laughs> is that a is that a pastime? She's she I would stare. It. She would stare at the well. Like I told you, whenever you leave the door open, you gotta keep an eye out. So she was keeping an eye out. Oh goodness! And good thing she did because she c- continues. She was staring like usual, and a girl walked through the living room. She looked a lot like my sisters in some ways: light complexion, long dark hair. That looks a lot like my sister's too, Little Lost. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking. That's a little unsettling for me as well. Kate, if you had a pen name, would it be Little Lost by chance? It, this is not me. <laughs> this okay. is not me. She continues, so light complexion, long dark hair, and she walked right past the door like it was totally normal. But there were three big reasons why I knew it wasn't right. One, she was extremely pale. Two, she was wearing a floor-length nightgown, and none of us owned anything like it. <laughs> so, Sorry. Yeah. We laugh. The reason we laugh. We owned things like this. <laughs> yeah. And Emma would wear a long colonial-style nightgown in her pale face and dark black hair and sleepwalk around the house at night. <laughs> Straight out of the American Girl store, basically. Just imagine that. Emma, did you sleepwalk through someone's 1960s farmhouse? Couldn't say. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Was asleep. <laughs> There's a third reason that this doesn't make sense, though. Little Lost says, and three, the direction she'd walked from didn't exist. That side of my door was just a wall. Even oh, if it God. had been one of my sisters, there is no way they could have come from there. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's actually very creepy. Yeah. She continues, the kicker isn't actually what I saw, but that the next morning I was eating breakfast and my sister said, so did you see the girl, too? <laughs> 
So it wasn't just her. <laughs> that's, su- that's super creepy. And us being the super sleuths that we were, we made Aww. our poor younger sister listen to each of us tell her privately what it was that we'd seen. <laughs> and she I love it. And she confirmed that we did both described the same girl. I love that. I love this like interrogation. Like that she has watched her her fair share of interrogations and know how knows how to see if the stories line up or not. That's right, Nancy Drew. When she'd walked through the living room, both of us had seen her, each from our own bedroom without the other person knowing. After that, I always slept with my door closed. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and we learned a big lesson. Yes. But I'm afraid to say it does, that's not the end for Little Lost. Oh. It was not over there. She continues, the walls in the house were really thin. So from my room, I could hear when every other person in the house went to bed. And for the decade or so that we lived in that house, we'd have periods of time where something would walk around at night and knock on our doors. What the hell? I, well, that's that happened at our house. I heard people knocking on our, our, our doors at our house. I surely did not. We have a whole mini episode about it. Yeah, because you were probably the ghost, you colonial nightgown wearing. I was probably the one wearing. knocking on your door. Yeah, it was probably you. Creep. <laughs> I feel a little um, validated that other people have heard creepy ass knocking in their house and that obviously it was a ghost. We'd have periods of time where something would walk around at night and knock on our doors. It mostly happened in the basement. Of course it did. Yeah, of course. I could have told you that much. <laughs> That's where the ghosts live. Little lost. I remember laying there every night and wondering if it would knock on my door and when and if that would be the night when my door would finally open. Oh, my God. I know. That I does don't know. something to a person. It does. <laughs> I don't know how to really explain the way that felt to anyone without it sounding like fiction. Uh, no, I understand perfectly, actually. I understand completely. She continues, but it was unfortunately very real. It would go quiet for months, and then I'd think it had finally stopped for good, and I'd be falling asleep and hear a knock at my door, even though everyone had gone to bed for the night and no one had left their room since. It would be a knock on my door, then a quiet shuffling of footsteps on carpet. Oh my gosh. And then I'd hear the knocking on my sister's door on the other side of the basement. Oh my god. I think you were being hunted, little off. I was going to say, I don't know if this is a ghost or... Um, and a scary neighbor or a parent, but whoever is doing it is ghost nefarious. Neighbor. Ghost neighbor. Ghost neighbor. Ghost neighbor's dog. <laughs> and some nights it wouldn't just knock on the door. Oh no. It started tapping on my window on the opposite side of the room. There was at least one night when the knocking at our windows was so bad that we woke up our parents. Our dad took a walk outside, armed just in case. There you go. <laughs> We learned a valuable lesson from this story. But there story. weren't any signs of trespassing. And that is the end of Little Lost Ghost Tale. Very, kind of very freaky. spoopy. 10 out of 10 spoops. <laughs> All of the spoops. Dancing skeletons holding hands level of spoops. 100%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Emma, I am not convinced that that ghost wasn't you. I'm just saying. <laughs> If this happened in the late 90s, it was Emma. And Emma astral projected from our house to your house. (laughs) And probably not far, because based on your comment about your dad being armed to go walk outside, I'm pretty sure that you lived in the South with us. (laughs) So Very possible. Very possible. Maybe we were the neighbors. We were the ghost neighbors the whole time. (laughs) We were the ghost neighbors. I was at Thanksgiving with... um, So we had this weird thing where... 
we were all working at different weird times. So I had Thanksgiving with Kate and then I had Thanksgiving with Sarah, our other sister. Um, and I told them about how there was randomly, I walked into, I don't know if I've told you this, Kate, but I walked into my house one time and there was a shoe print on the couch. You did and not like on a, the couch. Yeah. It was like a man's perfect size shoe print. And like, I hadn't really had any workers in the house. So I was a little bit confused. And before I could get finished telling this little bit, my brother-in-law walks out of the room and then walks into the room with a gun and says, here's how to use a gun. <laughs> He's like, here, if you turn this on, you can see a little red beam and you just point no, that and you shoot it. And Happy like, Thanksgiving. I'm just going to go put this in your car. And Sarah was like, Michael, put the gun down. <laughs> Do not put that in my little sister's Oh my God, silly Michael. He doesn't understand that guns do not work against ghosts. No. <laughs> if I get killed, though, now you all know. It was the shoe print man. It was the shoe print man. That'll be our next true crime story, the shoe print killer. Oh my God, it better not be. <laughs> yeah, it'd be me alone. <laughs> I think I was going to say, I think you mean to be your next story. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, We have to get back to our real-life ghost stories, the ones that are really happening. Oh, as if mine's not real. I mean, a shoe print, really. If you want me to hang out, you can just invite me over. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. Well, Emma, you're going to like my next story because my next story... Am I? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because it didn't happen to us. There we go. No, the next story is about... A little boy who also saw something um, very spoopy, and no one believed that it was that it was real, that it was there, and we still don't know. Um, but it's a very, very, very creepy story. This one is from my really good friend Nick. Um, he's a club member, and he also is a hospice care veterinarian. He has a really awesome TikTok account, The Real Doctor Nick. Please go follow him; he's a lot of fun. And this story is actually about his cousin Norm, who saw a ghost. And this is so creepy to me. He called the ghost the Windy Lady because she like floated around and he just thought that was casual. How old was he? A little boy. He was a little boy. And so one night, Norm, the cousin, he woke up in his parents' bedroom and they were like, hey, how do you get in here? We already put you to bed. And he said, the Windy Lady brought me here. Uh, I mean, what would you say if you were a parent and your child said that? Return the whole kid to the store. Yeah, back to the store. That's why they make those drop-off d- containers at the fire department <laughs> for haunted children. <laughs> or at the library if you're a, an extra tiny child. Oh, in the in the, in the the slot? Yeah, the book return slot. At Blockbuster? <laughs> yeah, Blockbuster video. <laughs> Any of those are valid, just for the record. Well, Nick himself actually saw something too. And at, that, at the point that he had seen something, he was too big to fit into one of those drop-off containers because he was 12. <laughs> he but couldn't deliver himself back. <laughs> he couldn't deliver himself. But he was, he was 12 and he woke up in the middle of the night and he saw an old man in a colonial outfit floating across the room, like all wispy bottomed and everything. You know what? Props to this 12-year-old for no- for knowing what a colonial outfit looks like. So <laughs> I have to say about that. Well, I mean, I feel like I learned what colonial outfits looked like from the ghost I've seen. So <laughs> they're very educational, these ghosts. Yeah, they teach you a lot. You really just have to listen to them. Have you ever but- seen a bloomer? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Nick also told me that this happened at 6.13 a.m., a very spoopy time. It is. Very a one spoopy. one in the three. Yes. 
I know you're you might be making fun of me, but it really sounded like it. It sounded like you were taking a piss. But you said that I'm like, yes, those are both very haunted numbers. I meant together as like a 13. That's a haunted number. Yes. (laughs) It may not sound like it. I really thought you were making fun of me for a second. (laughs) But I love that we have fully indoctrinated indoctrinated you into this club. And you're like 13, you say. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah, I know it well. <laughs> but apparently it was at 6.13 a.m. And so he would wake up at 6.13 um, to try to find, to try to see this ghost again. And he never did. Oh, man. 10 out of 10 spoops. That's spoopy. Spoopy that time. Spoopy colonial outfit. I love that we have had two consecutive stories where people are wearing this robe, this dress. At least in my head they are. They're wearing the same one. You know, I had this unsettling thought, which is what if... They present themselves to children because they know that no one will believe the children. Well, I do feel like children see things that adults don't see or pay attention in ways that adults don't pay attention. Give me an example. Well, like the sixth sense. (laughs) Haley Joel Osment. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of these child actors such as Haley Joel Osment when they grow up. And I believe that they saw some shit when they were younger. Child actors? Yes. (laughs) Yes, they did. Well, we have two more spoopy stories to tell. Actually, we have three because John G. gave us two little stories. Um, So the first story is a hospital story, which is... Oh, God. I know. Right out the bat. They're scary places, and I work at one. (laughs) That's right. She works at a functioning one, and it's terrifying. (laughs) But there's there's a lot of potential for scariness, I would say. Well, wait till you hear this, because this one is about um, a hospital from the Civil War. Oh my gosh. I'll, I'll read I'll read exactly as he writes. A little backstory. I grew up in Fredericksburg, Virginia, which is where one of the deadlier battles of the Civil War took place. Down the street from where I lived was a house that was used as a makeshift hospital during the war. So, Civil War hospital, makeshift hospital. The ingredients are all there, I assure you. They're all there. One night, Me, my siblings, and some friends were playing flashlight tag at my neighbor's house. After about an hour or two of playing, we sat down in their backyard talking. All of a sudden, we hear a soft laugh coming from behind us. We all turn and see this little girl in a dress sitting on the stump. We look at each other and then look back at the stump, and she was gone. So they all saw her? They all saw her. Oh, my. We then did the only rational thing and started screaming and ran inside. (laughs) The picture I attached to this email was taken by that neighbor's mom of the basement when they first moved into the house. You can see an outline of what looks like a child. And I do have this photo. It really, really creeped me out. And I haven't shown you. And I've been wanting to show you for so long. I'm going to send it to you right now. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Are you texting it to me? Yeah, I'm going to text it to you. Okay. Okay. So this is the basement. It's pretty. Oh, what (laughs) ghost that is weird oh my gosh ghost like a little girl or boy with short hair and their arm out okay we're gonna put this on social media with the express permission of the person who provided us this photo but that is insane yeah it's a ghost wow straight up photo of a ghost yeah we'll share this on social media so you guys can see it uh but yeah it's a photo of a ghost in a basement pretty pretty fucking cool and it's interesting because it's like when you first look at the photo you're like wow it looks kind of a lovely little basement and then you're like oh okay (laughs) okay." (laughs) first of all basements are all haunted until proven otherwise so that one had like some windows it's kind of nice 
a ghost and ghost, you know, company. There's another um, company. There's another story, though. This one is of a college story. So he, he starts, my second story was when I was in college. I don't know if you or Emma had any of these ghost stories or myths when you guys went to school where someone died in a dorm and now the dorm's haunted. Yes, we did. I didn't. I would That would seriously disturb me. Oh. You had dorms where people died in them? Like, none of them were true. They were all, like, made up. I brought a Ouija board to um, boarding school. Yeah. So, like, I made different. a lot of the story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're not scary if I know you made them up. Yeah. You ask anyone at um, MSMS about the ghost of Three East. They still say you it to really, this day. Did you really start a, a rumor about a ghost on Three East that, like, persists? I made a story up that there was, so I had a Ouija board that was my grandmother's Ouija board that my dad gave to me because he didn't want it and he was going to give it away. And I was like, oh no, let me take it. And then I got very, very into it. And so I took it to boarding school with me. Um, it freaked out my college roommate so much because she was very, very religious. And it was after holiday break. So her mom was bringing her stuff back and her mom I like so we're all doing loads of bringing loads from our car up to the room and I brought the Ouija board and I put on my bed I I go downstairs I come back up and the Ouija board's in the hallway yeah (laughs) and my my roommate's mom is like you're not gonna have that devil board where my daughter's sleeping well that woman has a point and I I said yes ma'am and I put it in my sweet mate's room there you go it's it's squeak around touch you if you're separated by a communal base by a communal bathroom it's just a communal basement satan can certainly (laughs) touch you (laughs) but i had the ouija board and i got really into freaking people out because i realized very quickly that ouija boards freak people out and so i took it very seriously into and i never ever said that i was moving it or making anything up um if i have any listeners that i went to high school with i'm really sorry but i was moving it a little bit and i did make some stuff up (laughs) so (laughs) I have a bunch of stories from it, but one story is the ghost of Three East, which was the wing of the dorm that we lived in. And I don't quite remember it, but I remember um, like there was someone that died in the hallway because the hallway was by no that like the the stairwell because the stairwell yeah, was by the far the creepiest creepy. part. Yeah, yeah, it was super sure. creepy. So I said that someone um, jumped down the, from the fifth floor. And oh like, God. <laughs> died i'm already buying it i know you're actively lying (laughs) it was like then what happened (laughs) i am and and i and there anyway it was the long very silly story i'll tell it one day um but it was it took off because there's not a lot to talk about in boarding school and um the boys dorm because there was a girls dorm and a boys dorm the boys dorm then made a ouija board out of a pizza box like they called they really yes they called me and they're like how do we make a ouija board i'm like let me tell you what to do and i just bullshitted something and then they all called me and were texting me and like we talked to the ghost of three east (laughs) oh my god i love it that's amazing i love it so to answer your question, John G., yes, uh, we did have ghost stories. Um, I made them up. But as I understand, <laughs> existed, this they one, did. <laughs> existed, they did. <laughs> yeah, the, you, nuance. But he, he, his story, he did not make up. So it's probably a lot creepier to him. So he continues. The story of the dorm I lived in was one of the RAs went up into the attic right before winter break to get something, got locked in. And starved to death because everyone went home for break. And now he what haunts the, the halls. <laughs> he starved that's to some, death. That's some hardcore shit. Like what? It's original. <laughs> I like it. 
Damn. I, I like that it's not just like someone flinging themselves out a window because I feel like that's what every college I have ghost story some problems is. with this. One, why is there an attic in the dorm? <laughs> Who said there could be an attic in the dorm? I've never heard of that. That's horrifying. They had it coming. And two, didn't this man have holiday loved ones? Like they just like, mm, guess he's not coming home. Well, <laughs> he's a goner. He, yeah, he didn't come home for Thanksgiving, and he haunts the halls to this day. Goodness gracious. He continues, one night, some friends and I decided to go check out the attic. We took the elevator. I guess there's not a lot to do at his college either. <laughs> yeah, I'm sensing that. <laughs> we took the elevator up and walked around a little bit. It had that weird, creepy attic feel, but it was just a bunch of bed frames and mattresses. So we go back in the elevator, hit the third floor button, doors closed, and we all felt the elevator shake and move like it was going down. The doors open. We're still in the attic. Oh, I like We start that. panicking and mashing the third floor button and closed door buttons. It took about a full minute for the doors to close again and actually go down to the third floor. Needless to Creepy. say, I never went back into an attic on that campus. Well, you know what? That ghost was lonely. Can you blame him? <laughs> Please stay. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I, I have play. checkers. <laughs> yeah. He's like, look, I have this Ouija board made out of a pizza box. <laughs> We can talk to my good friend, the ghost of three East. (laughs) That I thought that was a really good story. 10 out of 10 spoopy for the attic, um, for the lonely ghost. Yeah. Great origin story. Great. Like amount of just like realistic to where I'm like uncomfortable and can imagine myself being like, why the fuck are we still on this attic floor? That would be so scary. All the spooks. (laughs) So there's just one more story. This one's from Zoe. She starts by setting the scene. It's a week before Halloween. Very spoopy. And my best friend and I were walking home to her house after Paranormal Studies Club. That's so cool. I wish that we had a Paranormal Studies Club. What? That's the best part of the story already. I'm sorry that she led led with her lead, which is that... She gets to participate in a paranormal studies class. That's dope. Yeah. We 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 are jelly bean. Does she live in Salem? Like what what is this? Oh God, I hope she in my head she does. Zoe, you live in Salem. You know, I do just have to say, I listened to a, a true crime recently where they actually um enli- it was in Salem and they enlisted the help of a witch in Salem who helped them solve the mystery. So <gasps> Well, I know what we're covering next week. <laughs> I know, really. All right. That is continue. so cool. So we're back with Zoe after her paranormal studies club a week before Halloween. So we were in the house getting ready for my friend's dad to pick us up when we started to hear tapping on the windows. We looked out the window and no one was there. So we went back to get ourselves snacks. As one should. As one should. Then the dog started barking ferociously and we heard a loud banging in the upstairs of the house. What? We both screamed our heads off and ran outside with the dog. Smart okay. move to bring Smart the dog. Smart move and also call the police. <laughs> Emma, I'm every telling time you, you hear a loud noise, you call the police. If you hear a giant thud upstairs and you're at home alone and you're like eight years old or whatever, yeah, you call the police. She's not eight years old. You still call the police. I'd call the police. Really? Mr. There's a shoe print on my couch? Well, you know, I checked all of the closets and no one was there. And now now you're packing heat, so you're fine. (laughs) Michael wishes. Well, she runs outside. She says, we were so scared, we ran outside without any coats on. Meanwhile, it was about 20 degrees below freezing. Oh, God, go back inside. She she continues, and we still hadn't gotten our snacks. (laughs) 
Oh, my friend then sacrificed my well-being so I could get her some Doritos and we stayed outside until her dad picked us up. My, I love that my friend then sacrificed my well-being <laughs> so I could get her some Doritos. That is a high school bestie right there. That's hilarious. She was so generous. She sacrificed my well-being. To it's a, it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Willing to make. And yes, that was a Shrek reference. Obviously. I can't believe it's been this many episodes and we haven't had a Shrek reference yet. You know what? Now's the time. Always is the time. But that's all the time we have for these ghost stories. Ooh, what a nice little segue, ma'am. I'm on my segue game today. Oh, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for sending in your stories. I really, really appreciate y'all doing that. They have been thoroughly spooky, and we can't wait to do our our next batch of these in the coming months. It will definitely happen again, Um, and we'll also do that uh, horrible, worst creepypasta. So if y'all have heard some truly awful creepypastas, we want to know. Um, again, send us to yeah, send us to Nightlight Horror Movie Club at gmail.com. Also, if you have a moment and you enjoyed this, give us a listen to our next episode next week and also like us, find us on Apple Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And just give us some love. It means the and world to says, us. Please like us. Help. Please, please. love me. <laughs> um, and next week we're going to be covering, oh God. We're covering House, House of, of a Thousand, Thousand Corpses. Oh I wish I could forget. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for Emma to watch this. I've been trying to get you to watch it forever. And now you have to by law. You know, I will level with you all. This is actually the probably one of the movies I have been fearing most and have just been most uncomfortable with watching. So this will truly be a test of my scaredy catness. Um yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm really dreading it. <laughs> Yay. You're that guy. She's dreading it. All right. But this is plus this is one for club. me. I have this a token. Do. I have a token I can use in the future. You do. I gave you a token. I don't know what it's for. Um, I took the nickel. It's my nickel. You didn't give me <laughs> I nothing. <paid> my nickel. <laughs> well, thanks guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time. And remember, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy, y'all. <laughs>